The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this edition of Shi'ar Jashub. Today, we will be continuing a sermon in Pastor Greg Scalzo's series on heavenly authority. The focus has been on the scriptural warnings against false teachers, and when we left off, Pastor was reading from 1 Timothy chapter 1. Let's rejoin Pastor Greg. Verse 8, he says, But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. They twist the law. The implication is they use the law unlawfully. And unfortunately, this has happened over and over in history. And Paul goes on to say very quickly, verses 9 to 11, uh, Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of murderers of mothers, and for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers. And if there is any other thing that is contrary, contrary to sound doctrine, did Ascalia comes off did Ascalos. When we study that doctrine teaching, sound doctrine, sound teaching. According, he says in verse 11, to the glorious gospel. Emptiness, trying to replace the glorious gospel with emptiness. Sound doctrine according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. To Paul's trust and Peter's trust and James' trust. The apostles were given this trust. This is what people died for. For the salvation in Christ Jesus, the glorious gospel. And how dare a false teacher replace that with emptiness and fables and distractions to pull people after themselves. Sound doctrine. The righteous in Christ are liberated. They are no longer slaves to those things he lists in verse 9. What a list, right? Lawlessness, insubordinate, ungodliness, Sinners, unholy, profane, murderers of parents, murderers of, of people, fornicators, sodomites, kidnappers, liars, perjurers, and all the other things contrary to sound doctrine. The righteous in Christ, they're not under the law because they fulfill the law. What is Paul talking about here? If a person in their heart, a pure heart, good conscience, pure faith, knows that speeding, I'll give you an example from everyday life, very simple example, is speeding is dangerous, right? And that you can hurt yourself and hurt others, and it's wrong, and it's important to be a careful driver. That type of a person, you don't need to pass the law with the speed limit, do you? If they're like that all the time. Unfortunately, people are not in the right place all the time. But if you had a person like that, in that place all the time, do you need to pass a speed limit law for that person? No. You need the law for the unlawful. Right? The law shows us how bad we are and restricts us that we don't go off. Right? And that's why he says, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate. But he lists all those things that the righteous will have no part in. And all those things are contrary 
to sound doctrine. So when you put that together with Second Peter, there are those that tell people, well, you can do those things, right? We see that now. We're seeing it in the church today. Some of the things listed there are being said, well, that's not so bad. God loves you. And they let them go after their own lusts and their own flesh, and they put them back into bondage. Sound doctrine will not tell people to be in bondage to those things or anything else that is contrary to the gospel, the glorious gospel of the blessed God. Okay, now let's look at the second scripture. It's in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. Paul writes to Timothy, and these are possibly Paul's last instructions to Timothy. He says, I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. That's, that's some introduction. He's charging young Timothy before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, and it gives us information about the Lord, the Lord Jesus Christ who will judge, hallelujah, the living and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom. What a hope. What a tremendous hope. What a reality when Jesus Christ comes back. He will judge the living and the dead. And with that knowledge, what? Verse 2, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. In the NIV, correct, rebuke, encourage with great patience and careful instruction. Preach the word. Be prepared when everything is going well in season, when everyone's praising the Lord, and out of season. Even if you're the only one, Timothy, doing it, preach the word. And then he tells us about a time that will come. He says in verse 3, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. They will not endure, they will not put up with sound doctrine. That word there for sound is hugiaino. It means, it's an important word in the Greek, it means to have sound health, to be well, to be whole, to be uncorrupt. A healthy, and that word there for doctrine is diaskalia, which comes from diaskalos, which we studied several weeks back. Doctrine, teaching, instruction. Healthy instruction, healthy, correct, uncorrupted Bible teaching. It is healthy, it is healthy, it's sound, it's sound through and through, and so if you listen to it, you will be healthy, you will be sound through and through. There's going to come a time, Paul says, when they will not endure sound teaching, sound doctrine. And he says in verse Three, but according to their own desires. So we go back, it's tied into what Peter taught us in Second Peter. According to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers. They have itching ears. Why? Because of their own desires. They won't put up with sound teaching. This has happened over and over in the generations, and I think we see it happening again today especially as you approach the last days. I remember when we first got saved back in the very beginning of the 1980s, there were so many Bible teachers. 
you put a radio on and there's so many of them were concerned with teaching you know exactly what was in the scriptures and they would expound upon it in the fulfillment of Christ on the same basis as the apostles taught so they were very interesting sermons but you see more now ideas being thrown out where people will quote a couple of scriptures and then they don't want to go too deeply into the Bible because you might hit scriptures like we just read before in 1 Timothy. So we don't say those things. We have a very general, nice Bible discussion without actually really teaching the Bible. I've seen a, a big change in Christian radio and the number of Bible teachers. Now you need all the gifts of the Spirit. But the actual handling of the Word of God is going down. I believe that's because society as a whole is going so far away. So as society goes further away from sound doctrine, what's going to happen? Anytime you preach sound doctrine, you're going to make a lot of enemies, right? You're going to have whole segments of society saying, wait a second, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that Paul says these things are contrary to sound doctrine. And the society is going further. Think about when we were kids. Now, we're not, you cannot honestly say that all your neighbors on your block had their hands lifted up to heaven and were praising God in heavenly places, right? They weren't speaking in tongues. They weren't saying, gee, let's get together and read the Bible. You had a few that might have done that. But the average person was not that zealous for God, right? And yet the basic constructs of society came off a Judeo-Christian mindset. So the parameters, the fences of what people could and could not do were influenced by the Bible even if the people themselves did not know the Lord. And because they grew up with those parameters, with those fences around them, they generally were in agreement with the moral principles of the scriptures because that's what they learned when they were kids, right? Now those fences have been torn down. They've been obliterated. And all these rush of pagan ideas have come in, non-Judeo-Christian ideas. And so the way people live today is way different than the way they lived 50, 60, 100 years ago. You may actually have more born-again Christians praising God in heavenly places on a whole, but society at large, the fences have broken down. And all those constructs have been questioned. And they're not held by it. And as they go further astray, if you teach the same, the same teaching you might have given 100 years ago or 50 years ago, it's going to meet with a lot of resistance today. And you're not going to be so favored. There will come a time, Paul says, when they will not endorse sound doctrine. And it's going to become harder and harder to preach the truth because there might be a, a price to pay for it. And so a lot of preachers will be afraid and shy away and teachers from teaching the truth because they're afraid. It's not popular. They can be put in a bad position. They could lose half their congregation. They show some of these mega churches and some are doing great things. And some of them, you hear the message is very nice. It's very um, sugary. But they don't give any of the downside. What does he tell Timothy to do here? He tells them to convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. Right? You don't have a lot of convincing, correcting, rebuking, exhorting going on. Rather, you have a very media savvy. You have some wonderful entertainment presented. 
and people come in, they love the music, they love the fellowship, they love the message that's, that's up, that's positive, but they don't get corrected because if that man gets up there and corrects them, he's going to have a lot of problems in the week to come. He's unwanted. That's what it means in season and out of season because everyone will do it in season. Every teacher is going to get up there and teach what's right when everyone's saying amen. But it's very hard to do it out of season. When the society is against you and even the church starts to go against you, it's going to be very hard to teach sound doctrine. It says they won't endure it because of their own desires. Right? It all comes down to what you want. If you want to take your own desires and make them subject to the cross of Jesus Christ. If you say, Father, your will, not my will, be done. If you say, Lord, crucify me, kill the old nature, give me a new nature, right? you're going to love sound doctrine. But if you want to hold on to your desires, I want what I want, there's going to come something that's going to make you angry. When people want their desires, in which case, that type of salvation is what? That type of Christianity is what? It's Jesus fitting into their desires, right? Who doesn't want to go to heaven? Who doesn't want to feel forgiven? Who doesn't want to be healed? Who doesn't want to have the Lord bless them, right? So Jesus, it's not that they're submissive to Jesus. Jesus fits with their plans and their desires. And when something in the gospel does not, then there's a problem. Our Sunday message is live-streamed on the Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle YouTube channel at 10.30 a.m. Pastor Greg is currently teaching on Last Day Events, and you will find a link to the channel on our website at shiarjeshub.org.